Wait, we want. We don't want that. We'll come back to that. I'll come back. We'll put that right. in later. Ooh. This is a, I think it's are, happening. I think are we we're on? already doing it? Are we it's on? It's already on. This is on. I think it's on. All right. We're gonna find out. We'll Here's think. what's gonna happen. We're gonna do this. Yes. And then probably tomorrow or the next day, I'm gonna go back to edit this, and then we'll find out if we had a show or not. I can live with that. Okay. It's kind of you know what like, I, like I have life. no I have exactly I have no problem with the not knowing. I yeah, don't you need, think that's true of. It's true. Most of areas of life for you. Yes. I'm a big fan. I don't need closure. Well, I think closure, I mean, I don't even think that's a thing. I don't think that's a, th- I think that people use that word, but I don't think there's, it's somebody's own uh, sort of internal construct. Like, I don't think closure's a thing that's available in the universe, really. Correct. I in, actually in, think in very specific no cases, such thing. Yeah. Right. Right. In very specific cases and contexts, there's probably some closure, right? Like if if you wanted to like eat a hot dog and then you ate it, you got closure on eating that hot dog. Yeah, but But, I don't, that's not how the term is used. I mean, that's like the end of the event. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just saying that's where I I think it exists. When people are like, I need to talk to that person. I need to see them or whatever so I can get closure. I'm like, I don't think you get that. I think you just decide to get on with your life or you don't, right? Correct. And I always think that it's always uh, disappointing. It never actually succeeds in what you're trying to achieve. Uh, and so let it go. Unless you just decided, unless you internally just made a decision that you were going to become satisfied or whatever. Like, I just think it's absolutely it's sort of, an, it's a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say panacea. Am I saying uh, mm. it's like a placebo sort of thing, right? It's like if you know decide if pl- that you have closure, then you have closure. But there isn't really closure available out in the universe. Correct. I, I absolutely agree with that. And But for me, getting back to that first question Please. is I don't seek it at all. Mm-hmm. I like to let things remain a mystery. Uh, a lot of times, you know, it's used with human relationships. Of course. So people's like, no. Things sort of fall off the face of the earth. It's like, okay. I think that's a realization for me in the last few years. Uh, someone said to me, every relationship has an expiration date. And I thought about it. Hmm. Now, I think that, that I think that's a really interesting, and I've thought about it many, many times. I think it's a really profound thing. I think that the that expiration date may be, you may never get to it, right? Like the expiration date for certain relationships may be 100 years from now and you're not going to get right. there. Like some, it, so it's not to say that everything will, every relationship will terminate within your or the other person's lifetime. Correct. But it might. It might. It might. Right. Well, oh, and I have no, and, and sometimes... It's unfortunate. Yeah. Many times it's not unfortunate. And right. sometimes just things, right. you just let it kind of have to go. And right. it's one of the things that sort of puts me off about Facebook, for mm. instance. You get kind of suckered in to yeah, looking pull you up. Back in. Yeah, to looking up. And so. Uh, uh, I've yeah. gotten to the point, it's like, no, I was happier. Not knowing. 
certain things. I mean, not that yeah. I was like I all devastated by by any any yeah. realization or any new facts. But I, I I like the idea of let things remain a mystery and sort of yeah. have that when going back to the expiration date, having those feelings and those memories of the relationship in that time period. Yes, and that's it. Yeah, and I think I that's also think awesome. Yeah. Like I'm not on the Facebook, but I think that the I think there's things where like yeah, it wouldn't be bad if I regained contact with a certain person, but. It's also not bad that I don't. Like I'm, you know, I mean, it's it's fine. Exactly, I'm and okay there are, with it. And there are absolutely people who I don't want to have yeah, the relationship sure. anymore. And that's happened a few times where combination of I found myself doing it, continuing the relationship because there was a history. Of course. So therefore, we should keep going. Of course. And I have found in a in a very rare cases, but in cases, it just proceeds to get not necessarily worse but slightly unpleasant yeah. a little bit of a time suck that and energy and and all relationships yeah. take energy and time yes. and resources and so you know there is a limit on that mm-hmm. uh and I'd rather put that into relationships that I still enjoy having. totally yeah totally yeah I think that uh, when I was younger, I was more, I think I'm a reasonably loyal person by nature, but I was sure. like more kind of fiercely like, I will keep this relationship going no matter what, right? Friendship or acquaintance or whatever. And I was like, and, and I would do it partly in the way that you're talking about, like based on the history. Like, right. wow, we've been friends for four years. We got to keep this going. Which and now, we have like, this four like... years, it's hilarious to me that, <laughs> right. that, to me, I felt like that was like, I'm already in for life, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. But I think that that's how I approach it, and it wasn't till maybe the last five years or something like that, really, where I really kind of clicked into me. I'm like, I don't have to keep them all forever. No. Like, it's, it's okay. And it doesn't, that also doesn't mean that it was bad or it wasn't worth doing or any of that. Like, it was fine. Or it that was it finite. particularly soured. Or yeah, there was an event right. that's how it's, it's just kind of like it, things sort of go their way yeah. and kind of split off. And yeah. uh, and there's somewhere I've looked back and I've been like, you know what? I probably resuscitated that thing for like a good 10 years after it needed – after it probably could have just been allowed to, to Correct. Go. Correct. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, are we going to both write down on a piece of paper our expiration date? <laughs> Slide it across. And you're like, Open. That's right. Exactly. Oh. Like, July 10th? What? Wow. That's huh. – well, I guess I can clear up the calendar. Yeah. Uh, on that note, yeah. hello and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Mm-hmm. Today is July 6, 2017, and this is episode number four. We had a discussion with someone else who does a podcast – who talked about the numbering of the episodes oh, yeah. and also the date of it. And I was going back and forth on that. Yeah, what do you and think just, about that now? Yeah, it's, I think it's fine just to keep the numbers just so, like, for internal reference, mm-hmm. you know, and for, you know, the Library of Congress, of course. Sure, you got to have that. Uh, but I think it's fine just as another way to just kind of keep them in order. Yeah, yeah I think his, right, JBO's his thing was about like, the— you're using up valuable characters that could be used for 
keyword dingusing or something for searching. But let's face it, nobody's yeah. fucking searching for this podcast. Like it doesn't matter. Like exactly. that's not the problem, right? Right. The pro- right. And I'm not. And it's not I'm the not. kind of thing. Is like episode 17 was fantastic. Right. 13. Eh. I think the right. last one when I posted it, I left off the the episode number based on that the, discussion. Yeah. But maybe what I'll do now is just put instead of putting like the word episode or something like that you just put like a double O four and then yeah that'll the, work the name of whatever we're gonna call that yeah. episode i think that that's fine with yeah. me okay i'm fine with that yeah this, it is fun. i like numbers too though right like you yeah. like, like numbering things is Ex- exactly right right it's nice it is nice like sometimes i'll look on the uh on the television machine mm-hmm. the um one of the things that i'm sort of enamored with on you know when you hit info sure. on like a show it gives you the season and episode right, number, like right. season three, episode 17. Like, mod- I like to watch like Modern Family yeah. repeats. And it's like, oh, okay. And you kind of gauge like right. when. Did I see this one? Whatever. Did I see this one? Or how young were they? Mm-hmm. You know, friends, like what period of, you know, Aniston are we talking about here? Mm. It's very important. It is important. Yeah. That's a whole like doctoral thesis we could write right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next next podcast. It's also a little bit like um it reminds me of the uh sort of like earlier era like indie record label collecting like you know like your factory records and every like release right. and every promotional item had a identifier and so for people who are like super like kind of collectors or train spotter type people they would be like oh that button was fac 0075 exactly or, or stiff record single number number 19 like yeah. well you know you got to get the first 18 i think uh who the um oh gosh the record the numero uno group and oh, they yeah, did the all numero those group, yes yeah. numero group um, I just added the Uno. Yeah, I like it. You sounds know, good. It's heck? got a good ring to but it. But they would have Heard it like both ways. Exa- <laughs> they would put out and like number the yeah, thing, sure. and then I became like mildly obsessed with. Well, I don't have number seven, right? And when I they think came makes, to the restaurant, yeah. it's like, oh, it's kind of like yeah, but, you know, again, yeah, no probably problem. not really a factor for our enterprise, but... or not whatsoever. But what the hell, we yeah. can dream. Yeah, we sure yeah. can. Why this, not? This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say issues, I, of course, mean topics. Yes. As always, we like to start things off with the Columbia Sports Update. Do we have intro music for I that? think so. I think it's playing yeah? right now. Okay, good. Um, so I looked up. This was a, this was very topical and a big uh, to-do. Oh, you I can't were gonna, wait. Let me just ready? ask you a quick question about Hit that me with music. It. Yes. Would you want it to be like kind of like, you know, like some kind of like horn fanfare thing or would it be like modern like jock rock or would it be like some like what would when you like if you just kind of your impression like now the Columbia Sports Update, like what do you hear? I'm thinking yeah, more the horn, like the regal kind oh, of like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah right. Or okay. that, uh, yes, kind of like that, you know, old WGN sports, like, yeah. and now, okay. or, you Fair know, enough. that's what or, I need. Or, or 70 Win Elliott, Sports Central mm. USA. Uh, Max Schnur, a graduate of 2015 Columbia College, qualifies. No, not, not Columbia College. Columbia, Columbia University. Well, the college at Columbia. University. It's getting very confusing. Okay, yes, please continue. But the Columbia University in the city of New York. Right, right, right. Qualified for Wimbledon. Oh, is that right? Yep. That's pretty big news. This is what I'm trying to say. Uh, former you... Columbia men's tennis standout Max Schnur qualified on the doubles draw 
to advance to Wimbledon with his teammate Cheng Peng Hesia, H S I E H. Sha, maybe? Mm. Mm. H S I E H. No, that's not going to be a pronunciation, but isn't that the last name of the guy? Who owns uh, Zappos shoes? Is Isn't it Schnur? Tony, Tony no, Schnur? No, it's not Schnur. It's the, it's <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, they rallied <laughs> after dropping the first set against guys a uh, guy from Uruguay, which I just you know every yep. time you hear you think you go Uruguay you I'll go mine, uh, and a guy from who are you calling Uruguay? Is it is it Belarus or Belarus? Belarus. Belarus. Yeah. All right. Uh, they won. It's also if you want to, if you're a ge- uh, demonic device from remembering the geography, Belarus below Russia, Belarus. Really? Right, like right. I if like If you that. look at it, it's right below the kind of northern part of I love a mnemonic Russia. device. Um, yeah. So they qualified, uh, and then I looked a little further, and they lost in the first round. Okay, but that's awesome. But hey, they played on the court. Fight, gentlemen's doubles. Uh, so they lost good. in straight sets, straight sets, but uh, but they qualified for Wimbledon. How good would that be? I know, right? just to be like, yeah, I played at Wimbledon. I'm go play. You get to wear all white because sure. it's. I think it's still the mm-hmm. tradition, and play on grass. And you, have... I bet you get a couple good meals too. Oh, and I bet it's probably a nice hotel. Do you Although think you make my... money? Like, who pays for what? Yeah, see, that's my question. Like, do you? Like, are you, do you have to get yourself there? I assume that a lot of those guys have sponsors. Like by the, the yeah, company's sports right. equipment I companies. I would think that if you're at the point, even if you're, even if that's the only time you're going to play at Wimbledon, if you played there, you probably got. Adidas is going to give right. you a more yeah. whoever makes a nice right. Wilson T2000 sure. no racket. I love that. Um, it's a good racket. Yeah, that was a great racket. Also great as a guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh, so there you go. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. I feel like that would be a great, I mean, it's got to be a great experience. I'm sure... I'm sure Duder wanted to win, right. but I feel like even if if you could go in there and want to win but also have the presence of mind to enjoy the experience for what it is and not be too worried about the outcome. Exactly. It it's would Wimbledon. be pretty great. It's Wimbledon. Yeah, it would be pretty great. You know, it's great. cool. I mean, I got to assume it's like so even if they were the, the you know, fourth band on the bill mm-hmm. backup singer at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Like you're playing right. or the garden. Yeah. It's or like I once wherever. played yeah. some big like festival thingy. Yeah. We were like almost at the bottom of the bill. Doesn't matter. But it, you're out there, it's 30,000 people or whatever. Yeah. Like it was, it and was you're awesome. on the st- You're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really good. That's good. That's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? Um, do you have a list of topics you I got want a few to run things. down? I feel like you have some paperwork. I got some there. stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, so I went to Cleveland. Yeah. I'm continuing my, my treks of the major American, well, maybe not major, but big-time American, which is also major, cities in the United States, mostly the Midwest, mostly driving distance from Chicago, and went to, uh, drove over about five and a half hours-ish to I've been uh, Cleveland, Ohio. underwhelmed in the past, but I haven't spent a lot of time there. It is, hmm, it's, it's an interesting, like, compared to... It's not as interesting as, let's say, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's not as interesting as St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But decent. It's a yeah. Okay. Had uh, good food. Yep. Went to the ballpark. Uh, see the uh, the Cleveland. I would be uh, interested in that. Indians tempted to buy the racist chief Wahoo 
uh, hat, but decided against that. Okay. Yeah, probably good I bet you can find a couple of those somewhere. I think you could. Um, and I, I will say this, and and while I am, I do have you know a contract with the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. I do have a stand at the Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Good gosh, I like those new stadiums. How new is this one? This one is probably fifteen years old. But okay, that whole so when they built newish, yes. So, but that that last generation of stadiums, there was the big boom like the early two thousands. Where it was Baltimore, well the the yeah. Sox what was bar. that? I was wondering because Baltimore was like the beginning of the like the really good yes. modern like retro kind of stadium. It might be stuff. twenty years now. It might be yeah, the late nineties. I'm yeah. going to say so. Like Camden Yards, yep. uh, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh has you know those Pittsburgh designs where they're baseball notch. only yeah. stadiums as well. I mean San Francisco is sort of still kind of the gold standard. Uh, yeah. But uh, this one, you know, Milwaukee. But these, the, you know, as as an old guy, just getting in and out is a pleasure. Mm-hmm. The wide concourses, all the concourses are behind the seats, so you're not passing in front of everyone right. when you're going to and from uh, your seat. Yeah. Uh, real bathrooms. I've yet to run it's into a good. trough. Yeah. Anywhere except a stadium that they're spending five hundred million dollars to update, yeah. But we're still going to put in a trough, sure. Um, and I understand. I understand. You know the the footprint and the size, and there's only so mm-hmm. much they can do, and the, and the 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 landmarking of it. There's only so much they can change. Uh, but the food choices, getting you know a beverage, being able to step away from your seat, and like you know they have picnic benches up on the upper deck. Ringing the stadium and you get to look out and just sit and catch a breeze. That's good. Um, yeah, it's really places to stand. Like if you don't feel like sure. sitting or something, there are yeah, plenty of places to go stand and watch the game. In the tiny plastic seat, and, precisely. Yeah, that's good. Or like you know, in someone else's seat. Like there are actually standing room areas right. that have counters, so you can put down your food. Yeah, that's civilized. Watch exactly right. Yeah, that's it nice. was. Uh, it was uh, delightful. You. You've been to the Cincinnati one? I have. You've been to the Minnesota one yet? Uh, not yet. I haven't been to the Minnesota that was one. pretty which good. I've I remember heard. that being pretty good. Yeah, I've been St. Louis. Yeah, they I haven't been there. That one. I haven't re- been to either of New York's, you know, since they redid both, uh, well, it's yeah. City Field and the old Yankee Stadium. Right. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and still haven't been to Fenway. A number of times I've been to Boston. Yeah, you'd have to go to Boston, there. though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Fenway. And it's also... Mm-hmm. That's also one. It's like, yeah, it's 150 bucks for a ticket. Yeah. It's like, it, I think it actually might be more expensive than Wrigley. Wow, it's neck something. and neck, certainly. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's tough to justify, especially when it's a team like I couldn't what, care less about. Did you eat some Skyline chili or something? What did you have in over there? Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. No, I don't. We, yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, what did we have? I tried to find a Polish boy. Which is a thing in Cleveland, but it was Sunday, so the truck wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's actually at the stadium. So I think we ended up just having like hot dogs. They had, but every rest, like local restaurant had a booth there, and it seemed good. But just one. But really when you're out and about in Cleveland, any other? Actually, had two great meals. Is that right? Yes. At so they have this area. So we're staying downtown. Uh, thank you, Jim, for hooking us up at the uh, fa- uh, friends and family rate at the Hyatt downtown. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Sounds nice. Ah, it was lovely. 
Uh, so it's I think it's Fourth Street, maybe East Fourth Street, something like that. It's sort of their one block long version. It's kind of Randolph Street in Chicago with Rush Street and River North, kind of all in one street. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> It, it is. There is that. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. More and more, when I travel almost everywhere now, uh, hey, it's time for dinner. Great. What's near the hotel? Oh, yeah. Where sure. can I go to and then walk back to the hotel? I am less and less inclined to travel great distance. I don't want to drive, especially in a city I'm not familiar with, and I don't. And, yeah, I know you can Uber or whatever, right. but also, I don't care. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, is it going to be that much better? Right, you go all the way across Correct. town. Like, I mean, it's. I get that people are really, really, really into it, but it's yes. food when they're like, and yeah, there's better. You can make, you can do it better, sure. and you can do it worse for sure. It's not like there's no difference. Absolutely right, but, but uh, I don't know. Like, if a it's lot convenient, of if you blind taste tested writing. Like, Correct. is it really going to be? Correct, and so are you relying on Yelp? And right, so and also, right, right. how like, do you know, right, how do you know how yeah. it's going to play for you? Unless you've right. been there before and you're like, Correct. this is the place we've got to go. Right. Like, you've got to taste this. Exactly. But if you're right, I more and more I'm like, everything is, everything has good reviews and bad reviews. Like, every, Correct. Like, there's, you, there's no way to discern. Correct. And, uh, again, my criteria are an available table and a liquor license. And someone mm-hmm. bringing me food. Yeah. So we went to, uh, the kids call it a gastropub. Right. right. Will you cook it? Oh, you'll cook yeah, it? Exactly. Okay. Great. And I'll sit here. Yeah. And great. then when I'm done, you'll take all the stuff away. Sounds great. I'm in. Uh, I went to uh, a gastropub and to, like, a, you know, kind of a Mexican restaurant, like, you know, like, you would hardcore, yeah. authentic uh, Mexican restaurant, but you know, a little like, mm-hmm. upscale kind of thing. Both meals, terrific. That's good. Service, top notch. That's great. Hipsters serving, and I was like, mm, a little dubious. Fabulous. And it's like having, like, you get the check, and it's like dining in Chicago, but it's a third off. Like, I was like, well, this is delightful. So, to a shout out to, uh, to, yeah, so, but on this street, and I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. Both great and well run, and like I said, Service was was couldn't have been better. That's real good. Yeah, also went to the Cleveland Zoo. Oh, one of the the uh, friends we were with, uh, big fans of zoos. Okay, yeah, um, and not and not seven years old. When's the last time you had been to a zoo? I think uh, every so like maybe once a year. Like I'll pop over to the Lincoln Park. Sure, like if I'm over there right and there. walk through, but to actually outside like, of the, yeah, like actually go to a zoo somewhere else other than Lincoln Park. Brookfield, maybe twenty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the San Diego Zoo, maybe thirty years ago. Yeah, I, I don't. Right. I'm trying yeah. to think. I don't. I can't yeah. remember anywhere like making an effort to go. Yeah, uh, uh, to the zoo. It was. It was great. I mean, it's obviously not when we were kids, and it's just a tiger in a cage pacing back and forth. I mean, the actual. Um, yeah, the habitats. The habitats thing. are yeah. fantastic, and 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 it's still a weird. I still feel a little bit ambivalent about it because these are animals in, you know, somewhat yeah. locked up. I mean, it's not necessarily an uh, awesome gig for the animal. No, it's exactly right. Having said that, is it better than if they're just out getting eaten? Yeah, 
Or starving. Or right, or shot, or all sorts of things. Like most things in life, it has its pluses and its minuses. <laughs> it's exactly right. And I also think that, you know, you're going to balance the moral scales. I think zoos have done an extraordinary job in educating and saving species. I could be they, completely wrong about this, listen, and someone might come and say to me, that's crazy they would be fine anyways and maybe why are we you know putting that why would we put ourselves in this position that we need to study or these things but i think we need to for you know the for the earth one could argue that um it's a better gig than it is for many humans on this planet oh gosh they're they're being fed they're being attended to medically their living situation is a whole lot nicer <laughs> most people probably in this country i yeah i can i can buy that mm-hmm. you walk around for a little bit and the people aren't there 24 hours and let's right. face it if the the high point, point from like 10 a.m to 2 p.m almost all the animals are like lying you know under in the shade away from people they're really only doing anything at like you know closing time mm-hmm. is when it seems to be going on otherwise they're just kind of there's a lot of them just standing there mm-hmm. a little bit. Or not even standing there, just like lying there. Yeah. But it was great. But and, and the other thing I like like about it, you get to be outside and you walk around. Yeah. Is it one it's of those nice, nice Yeah, it's big. Yeah. And part of, like, a big uh, uh, park area. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. It's actually, yeah, really, really nice. And, they, again, incredibly well run and... There was like kids, a lot of kids programs going on and mm-hmm. cool exhibits. They had a whole rainforest exhibit. Moldoramas? I did not see any. No, I was a little disappointed about that. I don't um, yeah, it was hard to find. Hard to find. Uh, just still Museum of Science and Industry. I think you might Brookfield have all Zoo of them. Oh, do they? They yeah. might. Maybe it's, um, do you Maybe. think it was like some guy in Illinois and, and they just oh, sold them question. to those two Maybe. places? Maybe. Uh, still that smell of the Moldorama. And still like the feel when it comes out of there, it's yeah. still a little warm. And, and I, I, I swear on whatever anybody's life or whatever, got one. If she's listening, Amy Henry will back me up on this. The Lincoln, the bust of Lincoln, Moldorama, it came out, I kid you not, a huge hole in the back of the head. <laughs> That's like awesome. Yeah, I'm assuming not on purpose, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming this thing's old, and maybe it, they all come out that way at this point. But there's still a big part of the back of the skull missing, Don Aid. Our only Jewish president, you know. Yeah, he was shot in the temple. Oh! Thank you. That's right. Uh, so we had the world premiere of Hot Dogs the movie. Oh, yeah. We should have had ago. the director on. Can we do that oh. maybe next week? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's. See. He's probably not that busy. Well, now uh, just busy, cashing yeah. royalty checks. Yeah, from, let's you have know, him on the show movie. and talk about it. Yeah, well, it's all right. We'll save it for then. Yeah. I'll make a note of that. Okay. But it was great. For you, For you people, youngsters out there listening, go see it. I don't know where or when. It's going to show, I think, we'll a show few again. times. Yeah. yeah. No, we're going to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Making plans for that. But okay. it was great. Good. Odd. It's weird. It's, it's as I'm in it a sure. lot, it's very strange. Seeing yourself on a big screen like that. So let me ask you. I believe it. You, when you record a song. Sure. 
and listen to it. Obviously, you go back and listen to it right. to hear what needs to be done. Well, I got to assume you've been doing this for a long time, so it's easier now. But is it still an odd feeling? Um, so I think the, right there's some differences. Uh, less so now. I mean, I think when I listen to recordings that I've made, whether I'm listening to them with other people, which is rare, or like if I'm listening to it by myself, um, I there's only like a couple, literally a couple songs that I will listen to for enjoyment. Because most of the rest of them, I hear the, the flaws or the mistakes or like what I didn't get right. Um, is it more vocal or instrument? It could be anything. Okay, could okay. Be, the vocal is probably the most sensitive part. Right. Um, I remember seeing it. There was those, uh, what do they call it? The classic album series where they take a band back into the studio and listen to one of their famous records and they have interviews yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. half documentary. and half, Exactly. <clears throat> and there was one where they brought, um, there's one about the U2 Joshua Tree record. Okay. And I don't know when it was done, 15 years ago or something like that. And they, they're in the studio and they're bringing up the master tapes and you know they'll kind of talk about it and then they'll solo up tracks so it's not really the you're not listening to the final mix you're listening to the raw individual tracks and at one point there's an interview with daniel and was at the mis- mixing desk and bono sitting next to him and he brings up he's like well we started this song with blah 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 i think it was i still haven't found what i'm looking for and right well, then we did this, and then we kind of stumbled on this idea, so then we blah, 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 and he's bringing up kind of tracks to illustrate the point. He's like, we had this drum part, and then we kind of slowed it down or whatever they did, and he's like, and then we, Edge came up with this part, and then we added in the vocal, and they kind of bring up the vocal, and I right. think it's, it might have, I don't think it was the final take. Like, I think it okay. was like some other take that was on a different track or something. But at that point, the same. But it's. The song it's is still yeah, much right, exactly. closer yes, to yes. being done as opposed to like a completely different yeah, version no, of it. Yeah, right. But he brings up – so it's sort of the very kind of like unadorned vocal, and I think it wasn't the final right. take, if I remember correctly. And even though it's Bono, right, who's one of the great rock singers of all time and whatever, he does the same thing that everybody else does when they bring up – the when they kind of solo up his vocal – he like makes a wincing face and it's kind of like, can you bring it? It's, are we done yet? Oh, just bring it down. You know, like especially when you just, hear it without the instruments yeah. behind it, right? Right. Without right. without the stuff, and I think it was not the final take. So I think he was off a little bit on the pitch on some of the notes, and it's like, um, and it's kind of you're, you're like, Ugh, I could have been a little better on that, right. you know. So I think that's kind of the reaction I have to a lot of things are like, oh, I rushed on the guitar there. Like I came in a little too early or right. I, um, I don't, it's, I don't think it's the same kind of, um, I don't have the self consciousness that I had when I was younger, earlier on, I would be kind of more like, what's that person going to think of my sure. singing or something like that. It's more like, like, I hear the singing and stuff just like I hear the instruments. It's just a part of the thing. Like, I'm used to the way, like, that's the way my voice sounds right, on a recording. Right. I'm not like, ooh, that's weird. That's me. It's What sounds weirder probably is me, if I listen back to this and I hear me talking, that's yes. a weirder thing. Okay. Um, so I don't have the, like, the personal, like, self-consciousness about it. It's more, in this case, it's more like it's the it's the work. 
Right, right, right. As, but right, as exactly. Seeing the movie can, about yourself and seeing yourself up there, and done. It's like, it's right, your and it's like, uh, yeah, right. exactly. It's a, it's a very, it's an odd, it's an odd feeling. It was cool. I mean, as the, the, the what gets you over that is, is certainly in this case, it's incredibly well done. Um, the, the movie making it's beautiful. I was like, it's a real movie. And not that I didn't think it would be, right. but until you really yeah. see it, like on the screen in a th- dark theater in right. a seat, and 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 credit, you know, like it yeah, it's beginning, middle, and end, and uh, uh, and and uh, after like a scene or two, it's like okay, I and like now I can kind of used to seeing. Uh, now I see myself up on the screen. Now I can kind of pull back mm-hmm. and just enjoy like what's going on. Right. But, okay, but we'll talk more about that uh, yeah. in episode maybe yeah. five. Yeah, I'll be interested uh, to hear more about uh, what you think about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got a topic. Okay. Milestones of getting older. Ah. And where this it <laughs> hit me, there are certain things that you go through life and it's kind of like, oh, I'm kind of older now sure um the classic ones are like when the playboy centerfold is now significantly younger than you first when they become like younger than you when Mm -hmm. you realize like oh i'm 24 and she's 22 Mm -hmm. it's like no because well all right i admit i started reading it when i was like 15 Mm -hmm. and they were all like oh they're old because they're over 21 sure strange uh, baseball Hall of Famers, guys who were elected to the Hall of Fame, who you saw as an, when you were an adult. Not, you know, to me, like Cap Anson and Rabbit Moranville are Hall of Famers, sure. not Tony Gwynn and Frank Thomas. Right. Like, wait, no, I saw. I was old when I saw them. Right. Middle-aged, so they should not be in the Hall of Fame. And certainly mm-hmm. sons of players you saw as an That's adult right. should not be. I mean, yeah. I saw Ken Griffey Sr., that's right. Play and now his son is in the Hall of Fame. Right. Very odd. But the one that struck me recently, uh, and and I think some of it, I don't know if I was just reading the paper or like an Entertainment Weekly, when people become nostalgic for things that I think happened like two years ago. Mm-hmm. All these, and that also, it's a combination of of that. And also, like, I don't know what the hell that was mm-hmm. or is. And a lot of it's, like, the Nickelodeon shows. Like, people going, like, something similar to that, like, the Save by the Bell. There was the, they had the pop-up restaurant sure. based on that. I knew what that show was, and I knew it had, like, this cult show, and I'd seen, like, some episodes. Because, you know, it, it had Tiffany Thiessen in it. Mm. Um, but there are these other Nickelodeon shows that people of a certain age now like, oh, that's what I watched as a kid. And I was like, that, that was on like an hour ago. And I was like, and then you realize, no, that was like right. 25 years ago. Right. It's a very, very strange feeling of is it things passing you by? You're now an old person in some ways. Sure. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a little sobering, I found. As someone who I sort of prided myself on mm. being aware. And mm-hmm. I'm still somewhat, I mean, I'm not totally clueless. There's that, I, I've heard of that rap music. The kids love it. Oh, yeah. The kids yeah. are into it these Oh, days. sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but it is, uh, there are references now to, especially that was the one that occurs to me the most, that 
because I would because I was deep into adulthood mm-hmm. when those kids shows were on. So I like I'm familiar vaguely familiar with some of the names yeah. of the shows, but like you know, the 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 setup, the the plots, the the stories, the the characters and or actors, no clue. Yeah. I think I mean it it's also if you think about the the mathematics of it, the numbers, right? Like the the period in which you were avidly consuming stuff as a preteen or a teenager or whatever, right? right. It's like a five year period. Right. right. Sure. And now like Five years is like, I don't, I don't even, right? Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, if I had like, I don't know, you probably have socks that are like last longer than five. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you're like, precisely what, right. Yeah. So I feel like it seemed like forever then. And like, it was like this whole period of, oh my gosh. And then you Correct. consumed all this stuff. And, and now like you could be like. Oh yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't really listen to the radio for like five years, and now I'm I'm listening again, or something like that. You know, like you correct just, that period of time. It seems like so rich when you're in the thick of it, right? Um, but it's really just a blip. And I also think, right, there's that math of like, you know, if you ask someone who's 22 about something that happened 10 years ago, they'd be like, "What? That's like." half my life ago and when I was a kid like, <laughs> like because you're moving through these sure because the other thing I think is it, it's as a percentage of your life right it's a different thing and then right. it's also the dramatic shift of through phases of one's life right In, when you go from like age 10 to 20 there's all these different things that happen and so many different changes correct when going you go from, from 40 to 50 it's like not that big of a difference precisely right what what are the right what are the huge i mean things can happen in your life and you can have yeah. big changes right you can become married or have kids or divorced or change but jobs there's a move, high but likelihood like, you've had the same job right you know, but you don't necessarily like you. No matter what, if you live from age ten to age twenty, there's going to be a lot of changes. Exactly, exactly. Do you think it's also and an, at the risk of sounding like you know, my grandfather, so much, so much more, especially like the the cultural stuff and television, music, yeah. and so forth. Just the sheer amount of it, of course, way right. more now than there. I mean, just I yeah. mean, I got to assume. By the actual physics and math of it, when there were seven stations right. on your television, you know, the days are still exactly the same length. Right. And now that there are 500 right. stations. There were three things to watch on TV at any given evening right. when we were young. Now there's three million things. Yeah. You know, so there's no way to keep up. I right? can't even you keep could... up like what a network is anymore. No, you can't. There's a, there's, it's you know, it's exponentially more stuff than it was. I mean, think about right. it. When we, if you watched cartoons when we were a kid, right, they're on from like nine to eleven thirty on Saturday on morning. That was it. Right. That was it. And you would, uh, you could, you had to make some hard decisions about which channel you were going to watch. Exactly. And that was it. That was the sum total of all cartoons one could watch. And you had to watch them then. And you had to watch them then. Yeah. Right. Whereas now you can watch, not only hundreds if not thousands of them but you could watch them all the time and anywhere you want yeah you did not have to go sit in i think front it's just very different the volume the of stuff and the accessibility and the breadth of it is totally it's totally different 
So do you think there'll be, it's interesting because, so let's say 20 years from yeah. now, I mean, obviously I can't right. predict what, how that's going to be, but that same kind of not only nostalgia, but that kind of uh, shared yeah. past. Right. Like every, every person right. my age, not every, it's an exaggeration, but a huge portion of them can give you the plot lines of like the six you know 12 big television shows right and would get those references no whereas 20 years from now like what sort of right. hip and how many people will know forth? stranger things and how many people will know Correct. breaking bad and how many people will know no i think it's totally different i think it's going to be totally different interesting because i think that there was i'm not saying i don't know if it's good or bad but there was a very limited menu of stuff whether that was music or tv shows or movies right movies stayed in the theater for a year literally literally the same theater for a year the uh i worked the summer Mm. let's see of 78 right uh the esquire theater for my summer job on on oak street i think is now a steakhouse right uh and three months so june july august two movies i saw greece for two months and the buddy holly story for a month if you were born between 1958, I'm going to say in 1960, you've seen Jaws. You saw it in the theater. Yes. It's true. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it. Exactly. Right? Because that's what was there. Right. And that was it. And that was the only thing that was there. That was exactly and there right. weren't, by the way, you didn't go to the theater. There weren't 12 movies. There were like two, maybe. There were two, and one or two. You went either to the 7 o'clock or the 9 o'clock. Now, you know, you can go to the theater. And if it's a major release for the weekend, just go. Because right. you, it'll be playing every half hour right. to an hour. I mean, it's and just more totally. I think it's totally different. I think those shared things, music, uh, same thing, right? Like you couldn't. There was no other way. I mean, you could have an eight track, I guess, or if you were really good at some point, you had a cassette player in the car. But for the most part, you had the radio, right? And the radio, and there were like three stations, there right? Were two to three stations playing rock, depending on where you lived. One to three, I should say. Correct. Being aware in the country you lived. Correct. And they were playing the songs that everybody played, right? If it was, you know, whether it was Bob Seger's Night Moves or Manfred Mann's version of Blinded by the Light or More Than a Feeling by Boston or whatever, like, you heard that song. You heard and that you song. you lived with it for a long time. It's funny you say it because— You could buy other records. You could dig right. them out and stuff like that, but you weren't— But what was being pumped through the culture was a very limited set of stuff, and everybody— Everybody was aware of it and exposed to it to some degree, whereas now there yes. can be things that are wildly popular amongst a segment of the population, and, you know, numerically wildly popular, that you could actually never come across. And have no clue no what someone was something. talking about. It's funny, in fact, Cleveland, at the, also the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I realize is basically a pop song. It's fun and entertaining when you're in it, and then instantaneously mm-hmm. forgettable the moment you yeah. know, you leave. But which is great. Right. Uh, but they had one of the exhibits. They uh, it was about radio stations, uh-huh. so they had a number of the they used to, and I know the uh, like you would get it at the record store at the counter. They'd have like the top forty on WLS or Super right. CFL, and they'd list like mm-hmm. the, you know, and they'd give you the week of what it was, and there'd be a little ad for the thing, and probably a picture of their hottest DJ. Uh, and they and, and so they had a bunch of those from the seventies. And going to this point, what amazed me was the sheer variety 
of types of music that were on the top 40. So you had total bubblegum pop, but you also had heavy metal. You had uh, uh, soul music, you know, urban music. You had these country, weird country hits. You had novelty songs. Um, You had, you know, great rock bands, you know, have their hits uh, and dance music and so forth on the same station. Yeah. And that truly... If you listen to like a radio station now, yeah. like if you're on, you know, if it was a Spotify or you know, however you listen to music, you listen to one type of music. You're listening to. Yeah, I think that's. You're not going to have a station that plays Kanye West, and then Mumford and Sons, right. and then Springsteen. I actually think that stuff's better now than it was ten or fifteen years ago, because I think it became super ghettoized and super um, narrow. For a long time, through the 90s and into the early 2000s. And now with Spotify and iTunes and people having a billion things at their disposal on the web, I think what what people have found is that people actually do listen to a large variety of stuff and they'll have all kinds of stuff. They'll have all those different things on their device, on their phone, or on their web playlist and stuff. So I actually think there's... I think the variety is back. I think what people forgot for a while, and because yeah. people marketing people were running it and stuff like that, right. was that, um, right? That it used to be you would hear everything on on one station, and then yeah. the stations became so narrow. You had your like, you know, the garbage like the '90s Q101 type stuff, or even the XRT Aww, things. They like played Harvey stuff. Danger, and you would have this stuff. By right, the way, or, they have not had a hit in a while. It's been, it, you know, it's, it's been, been a little while. A little, a little bit, yeah. You know, we're like all these stations and they became so narrowly focused that they forgot that people like might like, you know, one thing but also like something that's totally different. And I feel like that's back now. I, I agree with that. And as a recent user of Spotify, yeah, uh, I do enjoy the, you know, they, they every week here's a playlist of stuff. And it will be... You know, the chain smokers yeah. and the kinks, you know, and something like that, or like a deep cut on, on, on another uh, either older album or, or something much newer. And, yeah. And uh, also foreign uh, as well. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think that, um, but I do think that the, the one thing that will be different in 10 or 20 years is. I mean, there'll be a couple songs where people of a certain age will be like, oh, yeah, I, you know, if you're a specific age, you'll be like, I remember that song. But it's not going to be as pervasive or as embedded. Because the other thing was like uh, somebody I work with was talking recently about one of the worst songs of all time, Hotel California by the Eagles. And right. They were sort of saying, you know, and the, the thing is that if you were born between whatever years that you were, you know, preteen or a teen when that came out you might like it you might hate it you know you know every it, single right? like note you're you were of you that were, right you were stuck with it like yeah a song came on the radio and it was a hit you're like i remember thinking to myself like when a song would start to become popular i'd be like oh my god now i gotta listen to this thing for four months like right like i can't wait for somebody else to put out an album so to bump this off and then it would go away for a little bit but then it would come back yeah. it would have the little uh, uh reprise and i don't think that there's <laughs> There's not, I don't think there's stuff now in that way that's as pervasive. It seems that hit right. songs d- 
don't last. I mean, you know, no, they're not as they're, they're, it's on not the top as of the charts, deep for, and as wide as it used to be. Right, like the the coverage of it, you know, because you would be hammered home with those songs, right? On like you couldn't avoid it because there weren't there wasn't a way to avoid it, right? There were only right. a couple of radio stations, so if you listened exactly. to the radio, you were gonna hear it, exactly. And they were on there yeah. for a long ass time, and, right? And, and everyone owned Frampton Comes Alive, yeah. Like one of those different. things is like you just if you wanted to be you bought that record, right? And same with, with and yeah, Hotel you could California. listen to whatever records you wanted at home. But if you were out somewhere or you were driving in a car, like you were going to hear what was on the radio, and yeah, you were stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, and everybody, and and still now you like the moment that song starts, you know exactly what's going to the the, the twenty seven minutes that it lasts. You know every note of the guitar solo. Yeah. And thank God, because it's Hotel California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I agree. I don't think you'll have that. Some references, but I don't think it's nearly that pervasive and that universal mm-hmm. anymore by just the sheer math of it. It can't be. I mean, it could be, but it, it isn't. Right. Yeah. There you go. I don't know if it's better or worse, but yeah, no, no. it's different. It's different. It's obviously different as well. I'm not uh, listening to music the way I did. Certainly as a teenager, I'm not accessing it the way I did. Um, I mean, because you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, Tower Records and my time to sit and listen to a record, right. both of those are gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss Tower Records. I know I've said yeah. that before, but is I don't miss a lot of old stuff. I just I miss Tower Records. Interesting. In particular, Tower Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good documentary. Yeah. Not a great documentary. It's I mean it's no hot dogs the movie right, sure. greatness. About Tower Records made by Colin Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah. Songs. I've heard it's about that. Fun to just sort of a lot of the stuff I didn't know the story mm-hmm. about how it came about and uh and just that nostalgic feeling. Mm-hmm. And everyone so you know, like Elton John saying, Yeah, I miss going to Tower Records and looking through like every yeah. bin. It's like, Yeah, I did that. Yeah. You know, like every week. I or like two. it better now. Because I like the fact that you can, you don't have to commit to a whole album. Like financially, it's better for people. I agree it's, with that. And you can right. access the fact that you can get at everything and find out about things and link from things to things. Like it's not you just couldn't do that in those oh, days. Like, not at all. You were at the mercy of right, what they had in they the had, store, and it was expensive. Yeah, as as I mean, you were dropping a lot of yeah, money. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And just the sheer, I don't miss. Uh, like the the actual physical, like uh, even CDs, let alone vinyl, just like w- how what you had to do yeah. to play to listen, a song, right? right. And that's right. what romanticized now, right? In the return of vinyl and stuff like that. Like I don't miss it at all. I don't miss that at I all. Miss... It is one of those rom- that yes, though we were. It's like uh, when people talk about the golden age of like flying, like on airlines. It's like mm, I don't remember there being really this golden age where it was the Orient Express. You know, going on there, it was always like expensive and a pain in the ass, and people would smoke on airplanes. Yeah, right, exactly. So, and if you missed your flight, that's it for three days. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of you know, not everyone wore a fedora, you mm-hmm. know, on the airplane. Right, right. Uh, right. But it's, uh, uh, I agree. But like the oh records, and it's like no, they would scratch and right. they would be a pain, and you had to store them. There's and things clean them. like the size of a deck of cards, and it has <laughs> hundred thousand songs right. or whatever. Right, like, it's and great. if you're in the middle of Djibouti. And you want to hear 
uh, right. the Bodines. Well, you hope that WXRT is available there. Hi-oh. But if you wanted to hear, you know, whatever song yes. you wanted to hear, you right. can. It's pretty great. Yes. And I will say just like being somewhere is like I feel like listening to mm-hmm. a certain obscure band is like, no, you can find it. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Have, although it's hard to find a lot of Wes Monaries on the. It's uh, unfortunate. Did you tell me about it? Um, I think it's time now for the uh, philosophical question of the show. Let's. We have intro music for this, right? Do we? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, good. No, I don't think we do. All right. Well, maybe one day. Maybe. Eh, I'm in no rush. Okay. Eh, I don't need closure. Okay. Uh, Can wars ever be just? I pose this question to you, Nick. Yes. (laughs) Well, let's move on. (laughs) It's... uh, yeah. My guess, I, I think. I think sometimes it's necessary. I think so. It's 30 not great. Ye- Thirty years ago, I think I would have said no. Now, just interesting. Why do you think your answer has changed? More idealistic, then less living in the real world. Uh-huh. Then I think more that kind of some of it ignorance, that kind of bold idealism and ignorance sure. of, yeah, of youth, which I adore that mm-hmm. there are still people who have that. And yes, Love that. that's how that's how the world changes. Right. And hopefully for the better, but it is how the world changes. Um, yeah. There are, there are just, and some of us, the resignation, I think, of there are horrible people yes. in the world. Yes. And situations, and there are times that the only way to eliminate that is through warfare. Yeah. I'm not saying, right, I, I'm with you. It's not, it's not great. It's not, a, not, it's at not all. the first thing I would try to pull off the shelf as a solution. Correct. I think but there's room think for statesmanship, certain diplomacy, of course. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways to and other types of leverage and influence and correct tactics and stuff. But I think that, um, and it's even if it's the right move to do it, it still doesn't mean it's going to be great and it's not going to be fraught with various corruptions and problems and you know right absolutely. So it's not. Um, but, yeah, but I think sometimes it's... Can you morally you justify right. war? Yeah, I mean, but it sucks. I think it's complicated and it's... Which you know, sort of leads my other questions then, and I didn't write this one down, but thinking yeah. about it, are there, if you are engaged in warfare... Mm-hmm. Are there rules? That's the part that I see. So I, here's my sort of initial reaction to that. No, not really. Right. No, because if you're talking about like, that kind of stuff is mind boggling to me. Like, well, I could shoot you through the forehead if you're over there, but once you've quote unquote like raised your hand and surrendered now I can't punch you in the face (laughs) or like the whole thing the whole like we don't torture so it's okay to like burn a guy alive if he's a hundred yards away or miles away and drop if you're trying to ask a question of him and he's like I don't want to tell you then you're a bad guy if you punch him in the face to get the answer like 
like how, uh, that part to me is confounding those arbitrary lines and those arbitrary rules. And it's like the thing of, right, your, uh, you know, 18th century, like English rules of like, well, you have to, you should shoot these people first before you shoot the officers. You and know, then like the next group of, will line up. Right, that stuff and is, sure and then it becomes like, well, our chemical warfare is horrible. It's like, well, is it? Is it worse? Is right? it is worse? Like, is I it, don't know. Is it worse? I don't know that it's worse. Right, right. And that kind of stuff to me, no, I actually don't think so. And I, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with the Geneva Convention and stuff, and but right. I, I just don't. The rules thing is so bizarre to me because if the point is like, listen, you're gonna, you're willing to exterminate people let's take your let's say right the easiest example is you're nazis right you're right. willing to do these things right but i need to your people who are who are doing these things if i get them into my possession now i need to like make sure they have three square meals a day and not punch them and do like various things like I, that to me, I don't understand. If the point is, or I can kill them with bullets, yes. I can kill them with bombs, right. but I can't kill them with, with a chemical. That doesn't make any sense it makes to me. No right. sense whatsoever. And and I get that. It's not that I don't get that. Like chemical warfare is horrible, right? But so's getting shot <laughs> so, in the abdomen and left right. to die on a desert or whatever. You know, like I mean, it, that's not a great outcome for people either. Exactly. So, you know, to me, it's also. Like, are you willing to lose for the rules? Are you willing to lose the war? Like, it'd be like that's fine. Hitler can win because I, I'm not going to punch anybody or I'm not going to hook a bat car battery up to someone's nuts to get an answer. <laughs> right. Right? So it's okay. Like, I'm willing to I, – I won't do that. And if that means that Hitler wins, so be it. Yeah. Like, that to me is fucking crazy. Like, if, you're, if your point is – if you're at the point where you're going to war, meaning right. you are willing to kill and die – for an outcome, at that point, you do whatever to get the outcome. I, right? I, you get the outcome. Right. Like, then the end justifies the means. you got to get the outcome. Because right. otherwise, why would you be willing to die and do all these things? It doesn't make sense to me. Right. That because once you, I think once you cross that moral line, yeah. then, then that's, that's the line. Yeah. There aren't more lines. That's exactly right. That's yeah. what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you gotta like you got to do whatever. Uh, as my old neighbor Jakey Brock once said, there ain't no rules to street fighting. Ooh. You it's know, like MMA. Got... Did he invent MMA? By any chance? I don't think so. But, uh, uh, I don't know for I sure. Say, uh, I shouldn't say for sure that call he didn't. Up. See? If, but, but, you know, I think right. it's a great, it was a, a pretty profound statement, right? Like once you're in the point where you don't say, okay, put them up. There's no bell. There's, there's no, no referee. Marquis like, of Queensberry yeah, rules. You do whatever you have to do. If a, if you're on the street, someone's trying to beat the crap out of you and maybe stab you to death or whatever, you're like, you do whatever you have right. to do. Like, you have to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if it means you have a can of raid. Yeah. Right. Then you right. If it means use you pull that. hair and you scratch and yeah. you bite and, like, you do whatever you yeah. need to do. Exactly. To win. Like, I don't. Right, it's a very, but it's a, this very strange concept of, yeah. I think we'll only do X when we go into a war. Like, uh, yeah, which I think is that's weird to me. Yeah, right. So therefore, so can then one extrapolate then that chemical warfare can be just? I think so. I think by the construct. Right. 
Which doesn't mean it's great. And it doesn't right? mean this should be something we should advocate or no. put at the top of the list right. or or just or right. be be benign to it. Right. Either right, but I think it I can mean, it's, be right. I think it it's, can be just. I think it's like if you look at it on all scales, right? If you had a child and someone was attacking your child. You would do anything in your Right. You'd be like, well, anything I'm not gonna available. do that. I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna kick that guy in the face or I'm not gonna kill somebody because that would really be... you're gonna let your kid die right like i don't know too many people maybe there probably there might be people who say they would do that and there might actually be a couple that would but mm. uh i don't think that i think most people would be like at some yeah, point that you, part of your brain takes right. over if you had to kill if you had to kill a person from stopping them from killing your child yeah i can't imagine any parent who wouldn't right yeah i think you got to have a checkup if you or have your children taken away from you yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know, so I mean, it's, it's. I think it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, if you're like, listen, we're at the point where we need to go to war to save our people from extermination or from right. whatever. Then, like, you're all in, right? Then you got to be all in. Exactly right. Then, I, I right. totally agree. You're like, there is no more. What, what what other lines are there? Then, right. Agreed. Agreed. And that may be a great place to stop. Maybe not a cheery be. place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one said it would be uh it, it I think let me look at the title. Never Sound promised exposed. us a rose no, rose garden. Yeah. Right. No, it doesn't say the happy hour. Mm-hmm. Uh check out our website. Although we don't really have a website yet. Do but we? we will. I don't we, know. I think we, we do I think we, we have the I think we have the URL. That's okay. yeah, I'm sure we it. do. Uh but maybe we'll one day. I'm in no rush. We probably will. Uh it's Nick and Doug Sound Explosion dot com. It's a lot of typing. Um, it's a lot of typing. Uh you can Oh, we have the ahead. Instagram too. I think we, oh, we have, have three Instagram. pictures. One I think picture. We, I think we just have the one. Is oh, we, should, we could put up another one. Nick and Doug's maybe spelled out. Uh, I have that. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's fine. I'll figure no, it out. No, no, I mean, look, I, I got, got the device here. Like, hold on. Do we want to give something. people accurate information? Does anybody care? I care. I don't think. Oh no, cares. I still like to be. I may not need closure, but I like accuracy. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, it's Nick and Nick and Doug spelled out A N D N I C K A N D. D-O-U-G-S. On the Twitter, on the Instagram. There's 11 followers. What? Yeah. That's nice. Uh, You can email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. We're on the uh, iTunes. Mm -hmm. Are we on the Podbean? Is that what I'm reading correctly? Or do people go to iTunes? I think that's the platform. I think most people, you could just go, I guess you could go directly there and download it. Okay. But I think that thing feeds the the iTunes. The the iTunes and the other thing. Okay. The Android thing or whatever it is, I think. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean,. I'm going to go with thinkjerky.com and peapod.com. Buy some hot dog sausages. Oh, yeah. I could use, you know, I could use the income. Uh, I could use just straight up money if someone wants to PayPal it over to us. That would be awesome, too. You don't have to buy anything. That would be helpful. Or if you want to direct deposit my mortgage, we can set that up. Right. Nickanddugs at gmail.com. Yeah, just PayPal it over. Like, you don't have to – that way they don't have to – Spend more than they need to spend. They can just spend the margin. True, and they don't. Get, there's like, no like you, you don't have, have to, to talk to us or anything. And like, and, like your, if, your house. Oh, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. But if somebody wants to send a, about it. some money, I'm interested. Sure, we'll spend it wisely. Yes, 
That I guarantee. Oh, yeah. No yep. doubt. That's right. And we'll report back on how we spend it. Exactly right. That'll be the deal. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Until next time. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.